Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dobie, is here with Brendan Pika, who's still sick, but you hey know, yo. yeah, we're you're surviving. There. We're getting better, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but what we're hanging in there, we're here for week three matchups. What you need preview episode. We need some is, football. You need football. You just yeah. need a nice, relaxing day on the couch. Desert. Where you get seven hours of commercial free football. I've had two food. of those so far while I, while I was sick. Yeah, you get some nachos, <laughs> you get a yeah. drink, and you just have a good time. That's what yeah. football is all about. Uh, I should probably not waste too much time here because we have a. We have a lot to talk about this episode. So this is a preview episode like you mentioned before. And we're going to be flying through these because we are talking about the AFC home games this week uh, or this episode for this week. And there are a lot of games in the AFC. There's about 10 of them. Uh, and the next episode, we're only going to go over six. So usually there's a 50-50 split. There is not. So I'm going to be uh, talking pretty fast. We're going to be not really going in-depth on the star players like A.J. Green and, you know, Kyler Murray, just because it's pretty obvious that you're going to start him. Uh, so if I, you know, miss I think, out... I think you met A.J. Brown there. I don't AJ think you're Brown. starting A.J. Green. Yeah, I'm look- I was just... Don't start A.J. <laughs> <Yeah>. Green. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. I was looking at the Cardinals while I was saying that. Uh, don't start A.J. Green. I'm talking A.J. Brown. You know, if I miss, like, a Christian McCaffrey... That doesn't mean to not start him. That means it's so obvious that uh, you're going to start him. So let's just jump right into it. Speaking of Christian McCaffrey, Carolina Panthers versus Houston Texans Thursday night game. This is pretty important. Uh, You got to make sure that you get your lineup set for Thursday night because there are some fantasy relevant players. Most of them coming from Carolina like Christian McCaffrey, like I guess all of the three or two receivers. You're not starting Terrace Marshall just yet. But I think this is going to be a good game out of him. Uh, It's just too risky. So you're starting DJ Moore. You're starting Robbie Anderson. Uh, Sam Darnold, if you really want to, he should be an okay uh, streaming quarterback. I'm a little worried about his performances in the last, I guess, the, the first two weeks. He's not been too impressive. Right, he's been fine, but he has not been. Yeah, you know, he's he hasn't blown me out of the water. So, really, I think this is going to be one of his better weeks because again, it's it's Houston. Uh, so, if there's any week where he's going to finish as a fantasy relevant quarterback, it should be this one. Houston Texans, not a lot to talk about here. Terod Taylor is placed on the IR. He's going to be out for three weeks. So that means Davis Mills is the starting quarterback, not Deshaun Watson. The Texans stated they are not starting Deshaun Watson this entire year. So get that out of your head. Get that out of your fantasy football team because he's not going to do it. And I truly, truly believe that. So I guess nobody, maybe Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram got 14 carries last week for 41 yards, which is, good against the Cleveland defense. Uh, I really like that he had majority carries once again, uh, again, more than double the amount of uh, as the next player up in David Johnson. So I I think Mark Ingram is rosterable. His inconsistency is just uh, making me not want to start him yet. So no Texans. Um, I, the reason why I'm not mentioning Brandon cooks is because of Davis Mills at starting quarterback and, 
I'm not sure how much I trust in this third round rookie quarterback um, against any NFL team yet. So, I mean, look how Zach Wilson performed last week. I yeah, I, I just uh, I'm not confident in uh, in this Texans team. Should be a fun game though. Should be pretty uh, pretty high scoring. I, I want to say at least for the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey is going to have a field day. He could finish as the number one running back and the number one receiver, and it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, moving on to the Chargers versus the Chiefs. This is going to be probably the game of the week. Uh, the Chargers have been kind of disappointing the last two games, but um, you know that loss to the Cowboys was unfortunate, but you're starting Justin Herbert. He's going to need to throw the ball a lot. You're starting Austin Eckler because he's obviously the RB1. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, they've both been hot, so you're starting both of them. Uh, Jared Cook, again, is a is a streamable tight end, maybe a, a high-end tight end too. And I think that he should uh, be pretty pretty solid for this game. So he was a waiver target for this week, and I think that you can start him if, uh, if you're desperate, if you need a tight end, if you didn't draft high. I think Jared Cook could be a solid option. Kansas City Chiefs, you know who you're starting. You're starting Pat Mahomes. You're starting Tyreek Hill, you're starting Travis Kelsey, and you're starting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I know Clyde has been rough, uh, to say the least, but he they've been in two close games against the Cleveland Browns, which is a great rushing defense, and the Baltimore Ravens, which is an even better rushing defense. Both of those games have been close, so they didn't run the ball as much as they wanted to. Uh, I think Chiefs are going to take an early lead here, and I think they're going to just kind of, I, I guess, just... Uh, coast really is the best way to put it i think they're going to take an early lead and just kind of coast with clyde try to try to run out the clock so i think clyde this is going to be his week where he kind of bounces back and uh, meets our expectations arizona cardinals versus the jacksonville jaguars again don't start aj green uh no matter what i said that was a mix-up uh kyler murray deandre hopkins uh rondale moore against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like that. He is a risky flex, but he has really high potential. He has super high upside because, I mean, it's Jacksonville. It's a team that gave up like 130 yards to Brandon Cooks week one and then 150 to Cortland Sutton week two. Rondale Moore and D-Hop have a very good chance of getting both getting over 100 yards. Uh, Rondale Moore is, yeah. The more I talk about him, the more I think about it. I, I feel more confident in starting him this week. <clears throat> uh, when it comes to the run game, my confidence is very low. Uh, it's been an ugly split between Chase Evans and James Conner, and I don't feel confident in starting either of them. Really, I, I know it's a great matchup, but they're eating into each other's share. It's, it's really like the Buffalo run game from last season. They both kind of have talent, and if one's out, the other one should be fantasy relevant. They're both rosterable, but I I don't want to uh, uh, to deal with that. I just I don't think their upside is uh, high enough. <clears throat> All right, moving on to the Chicago Bears versus the Cleveland Browns. I didn't even talk about Jacksonville. Holy crap! Lavisca Chenault dealing with a shoulder injury. He is going to play, so you're starting him. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I do not want to start yet. I just don't trust him. I, I don't, in terms of fantasy, uh, so I'm not playing him. Uh, I don't think I want to play LaVisca, actually, the more I think about it. I really just trust Marvin Jones and James Robinson on this team. So just Robinson, 
and Marvin Jones just because Jones is the wide receiver one. All right, the next matchup is the Chicago Bears versus the Cleveland Browns. Justin Fields is finally getting the start. I say finally, but it's only week three. Uh, Darnell Mooney, he was limited in practice on Wednesday with a groin injury. Uh, He is questionable, leaning more towards playing than not, but uh, we'll let you know in the injury update, so stay tuned later this week for that episode. I think Darnell Mooney is a great play if, uh, if he's healthy, obviously. Uh, I, I really, truly believe in him when Justin Fields has the ball. If you need some convincing, check out the Waiver Wire episode. Check out our social media posts. TikTok and YouTube is at Barely Athletic. Instagram is at Barely underscore Athletic. I made a short about players to pick up. Darno Mooney was one of them. Make sure to go check that out. Big fan of Darno Mooney this week. Big fan of Allen Robinson this week. Big fan of David Montgomery. I wish I shouldn't say big fan, but you're starting him. Uh, not Justin Fields, though. I know that he is getting the start and there's a lot of hype around him, but uh, yeah, you gotta, maybe he's rosterable, but let's, I think he is, but let's wait and see what he does first before tossing him in your starting lineup. Cause that's just ridiculous, right? He didn't look too great last week uh, in the, in the later half of the game when he got uh, on the field, but yeah, he's playing a tough Cleveland defense. Um, so, yeah, no Justin Fields for me, but Mooney as a flex, Allen Robinson as a wide receiver two, and David Montgomery as a RB two. Cleveland Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield looks like he's going to play with that shoulder injury, so you don't need to worry about that, but I would not start Baker this week. He just doesn't score a lot of fantasy points. Great quarterback, not a good fantasy quarterback. Jarvis Landry was placed on the IR. He will miss at least three weeks, which... Is rough. I mean, the the Browns receiving core is not great anymore. Luckily, oh, that rhymed there. Uh, Luckily, Odell Beckham Jr. was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. So it looks like he is going to play unless there is any setbacks. Uh, Obviously, if Odell Beckham does play, he is a big start as he is really the only wide receiver uh, on the team. The only fantasy relevant one for sure. Uh, So you're starting Odell Beckham. I would keep my expectations low to flex. I don't know how... Uh, limited uh, he's going to be in this game with his first game back from a ACL tear. So uh, some players I do like, if you like to gamble, there are Demetric Felton, the rookie running back who had a great touchdown last week. I recommend watching that Uh, awesome play. And then there is also Anthony Schwartz, another rookie who put up a big fat goose egg last week against Houston but week one, he looked promising. So with Jarvis Landry out and Odo back questionable, I think that one of these players are going to pop off. That's where the gamble comes in. Uh, I don't recommend starting either of these two guys. Uh, I And they're borderline rosterable in fantasy. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick Anthony Schwartz. So again, high risk. Don't recommend starting him Like if you're in a 10 or 12 man. Even if you're a 14 man, it's a very risky flex because they have a very low floor. Uh, rushing game, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you start both of them, right? That's pretty obvious there. Uh, yeah, going to be a fun game. Can't wait to see Justin Fields. He's got a tough matchup, though. Washington football team versus the Buffalo Bills. Antonio Gibson was limited in practice for the Washington football team. Uh, this is kind of what Gibson's been doing all season. 
uh, last season. If, if you had him on your team, it's kind of frustrating. It's just the, it's the same thing. He's always limited and then it's going to be a game time decision that he's going to play. So yeah, it's the fact they got limited practice in on Wednesday makes me feel pretty confident that he's going to play on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we still got Taylor Heineke as quarterback, which I'm again, I'm not too confident in. I know they got the win against New York, but you know, it's New York. Uh, they're no Buffalo. You got to start Terry McLaurin. He's been looking very good. Other than that, I don't feel confident uh, in Jaden McKissick, Logan Thomas, uh, Adam Humphreys, none of those guys. So really, it's just Terry and Gibby. Uh, Jaden McKissick is rosterable. I will say that. Um, but yeah, definitely not startable just because he's going to be inconsistent throughout the season. And uh, it's it's just best not to, to start him and then him putting up a goose egg. So uh, Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen hopefully can, you know, do something this week. Uh, he's been kind of a letdown, which is uh, unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, Josh Allen, you start. You don't start any running backs. This is a very, very good rushing defense. You don't start any of them. You start Stephon Diggs. And if you want to play it a little bit risky, you can play Cole Beasley as a risky flex just because, uh, especially in PPR leagues, He's getting a lot of targets. He's getting a lot of receptions. Uh, and as long as he doesn't get COVID, he should be good. So, yeah, um, that's really it. Again, I just don't trust this run game. Uh, it's really Diggs, Josh Allen, and maybe Cole Beasley if you're in a deep league. Moving on. Wow, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game. Washington against Buffalo. Ooh. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts versus the Tennessee Titans. We got a division rivalry here. <clears throat> Carson Wentz is questionable with two ankle injuries. I know what you're thinking. Doesn't the human body only have two ankles? Yeah, he injured both of them last game. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, that's that's kind of the most Carson Wentz thing. How do you, I just, I don't know. I don't know how that worked. But uh, he's going to be questionable for this game, and that worries me uh, because, yeah, the Colts, even though they stuck, into the, uh, they, they, they kind of, I mean, they, they fought back. They had a pretty good game against the Rams, which I was surprised about. Um, but game ended 27, 24 last week, but Jacob Beeson did not impress me at all. Uh, 25 passing yards and a pick and Carson Wentz didn't impress me at all. So I'm not starting either of them. Jonathan Taylor. I am starting Naeem Hines. I am not, I know I was high on him last week and he disappointed. So he is in timeout on the bench until he proves me otherwise. Apparently, Michael Pittman's getting a ton of targets. Uh, he had eight receptions last game for 123 yards. I, It's risky. Again, Like I, it's the inconsistency that makes me nervous to start Pittman, but I'm more confident in Pittman than I am about really any other player that I said is a risky flex. I obviously like him over both the Browns players, uh, that I discussed, you know, the, the Anthony Schwartz, Demetrius Felton. I like him, Michael Pittman over DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault. I like Michael Pittman over, I'm trying to think of another player, uh, Terrace Marshall. I like him over Brandon Cooks. So if that sort of ranking helps, just below Rondell Moore is, is where I place him uh, in, term, in terms of risk level for a flex player. 
So Michael Pittman, I, I guess, should be a a decent flex option just because it seems like he has emerged as the wide receiver one. And I'm crossing my fingers that is true because they desperately need a guy like Pittman to step up. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Tannehill, another quarterback that had high expectations heading into this season but has been disappointing. You start him. He had 347 passing yards last game. 128 of them to Julio Jones just couldn't get a touchdown. So uh, it's it's pretty. I think it's uh, kind of ironic that both of these players are on the same team now because both of them have touchdown problems. So neither of them can get touchdowns in the regular season. Uh, I, I think that this is going to be a good game out of Tannehill. Uh, I mean, he statistically had a good week last week. He just didn't score a lot of fantasy points. Uh, he's kind of like a tight end in a sense where you're hoping for a touchdown uh, in order for him to be uh, to, to be a positive on your team. So Derrick Henry, duh. Uh, Julio Jones, absolutely. A.J. Brown, absolutely. Made it pretty easy for you. Uh, no Ferkser, he's actually questionable as well, so you don't want to deal with that. Um, gosh, there's so many good games this week. Like Every time I, I'm done with the matchup, I look, I'm like, dude, the Colts play the Titans? What a good game. What a good game that's going to be. Moving on to the New Orleans Saints versus the New England Patriots. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to think of James Winston anymore. I know what advice to give, and that is don't start him until you see some consistency or if he has a good matchup, let's say, against the Jets. Uh, But other than that, don't start James Winston. Only threw for 111 yards last week. That's in two picks. So, you know, it's uh, it's the same old James Winston, apparently. Elvin Kamara, absolutely. Um, Receivers, nobody. I ain't touching those Saints receivers. If James Winston's throwing the ball, I don't know what type of what what James Winston we're gonna get. It's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick in a way. Like, are we gonna get the five touchdown Jameis, or are we gonna get the no touchdowns and two interceptions interceptions Jameis? Same thing with are we getting Ryan Fitzmagic? Are we getting Ryan Fitz tragic? You don't know, and that has a big influence on the receivers that the quarterbacks are throwing to. Not dealing with uh, any Saints receivers this game, so it's really only Elvin Kamara, uh, who has been, who he's he's having a rough season. I feel so bad for Kamara owners because he should have been, he, he really should be the the star of this team, and nobody is. Uh, New England Patriots. I like Mac Jones, but not he again, He just doesn't score the fantasy points. Uh, same sense that like Baker Mayfield is like a good, he's a good quarterback. He's good for the team. He just doesn't score for fantasy football. So I'm not starting him. Damian Harris to me is a lock basically every week now. Uh, he is the clear cut RB one on this team. Uh, heading into the season, everybody avoided Damian Harris. Cause they're like, Oh, I don't know how the bill Belichick likes to play. Uh, multiple running backs. Yeah, it things evolve. Times change. Damian Harris, I was saying this halfway through last year, Damian Harris, uh, sooner rather than later, is going to be the lead back, going to be the workhorse back, the three down back. He's going to get all the carries. And uh, he showed that. So 100 rushing yards week one, 62 rushing yards and a touchdown in week two. 
he's going to try to keep up that streak of being a uh, a solid RB, low-end RB2 for fantasy. Uh, when it comes to the receivers for the Patriots, I think that this is going to be a closer game than last week when the Patriots played the Jets, so I think they are going to throw the ball a bit more. Uh, I would go with Aguilar and nobody else, uh, but Aguilar is a lower-end flex. I have him around that Pittman range a little lower. If I had to decide between the two, I would take Pittman over Aguilar this week, but Aguilar has the upside, and I think that's why he's flex-worthy. Uh, James White is another risky option. Uh, he is... You know, six receptions, 45 yards last week against the Jets. He was actually the number one receiver on the team and got a rushing touchdown. So they're still utilizing him a lot, which is kind of annoying. But that shows that there is fantasy value. Uh, So James White could be a very low end flex. So he's not too, uh, I wouldn't put him up there with that like risky uh, flex options like both Browns players that that I named, but. I'd put him as a, a just a lower-end flex. Um, Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers, who just is who's coming off of a loss at home to Las Vegas. Uh, this game is really interesting to me because this is a really good Bengals offense. I think we're just waiting for things to click, and once it does, they're going to be dangerous. Uh, So I'm excited to see how they play against an elite defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers. T. Higgins did not practice on Wednesday with a shoulder injury. He's truly questionable for this game. Again, we will let you know in the injury update coming out later this week uh, whether or not he is going to play, what he's leaning towards, and uh, further advice. If he does play, you're obviously starting him. You're starting Tyler Boyd. You're starting Jamar Chase. All of those guys have fantasy value. Uh, and I think that this game is going to be very high in passing, and I, I think all of them have a very good chance of scoring enough fantasy points to make you happy, just like last week against the Chicago Bears, where Boyd was the lead receiver with 73 yards, seven receptions, and both T. Higgins and Jamar Chase had 50-plus receiving yards and a touchdown. I think we're going to see a very similar stat line. Uh, you're starting Joe Mixon as well. I'm not touching Joe Burrow. Just, Just don't touch him. Uh, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of good quarterbacks this week. Uh, not a lot of good quarterbacks this entire season. I guess if Daniel Jones is the fourth best quarterback so far after two weeks, it's not looking good for quarterbacks this season, but, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, big Ben is actually dealing with, uh, an injury, a peck injury. So he did not practice Wednesday. He's going to be questionable. Deontay Johnson did not practice Wednesday. He is questionable. Uh, it really depends on how on if Big Ben is healthy and if Big Ben is playing. Because uh, if he is, you're starting Johnson, Juju, and Claypool. Uh, at least one of them is going to let you down. But you can't really predict which one. So you start all of them because they have uh, pretty high upside on this Steelers team. But if Big Ben is out, let's say Big Ben's out. Could you tell me, a little trivia here, who the backup for the Pittsburgh Steelers are? Because it's not great. It is Dwayne Haskins. He is the backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I am not a fan of Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I do not want anything to do with him. So if he is the quarterback, now I think it, it, 
instead of it being one of the three receivers has a chance to let you down, I think it turns to one of the three Steelers receivers has a chance to not let you down. So I would lean towards benching all of them if Big Ben is out until you see what Dwayne Haskins can do or whatever other quarterback they choose. It, it might not be Dwayne Haskins. It could be they could go with a different guy if, if Ben is out. I don't know, but what I do know is it's not worth taking that risk with this uh, with these Steelers. Moving on to the afternoon games, yes, all of those games that I just mentioned were at noon, so noon central. Now we're moving on to the two afternoon games. First game is the New York Jets versus the Denver Broncos. Uh, no important injuries to talk about for the New York Jets, no fantasy-relevant ones except for Jamison Crowder. He's going to be questionable. There's a chance he's going to play this week. Uh, and again, uh, you just don't want to start him until you see it. Um, you're not starting Zach Wilson. I think Michael Carter is a flex option for this week. I really like the way he was involved last week. He had 11 carries to Ty Johnson's 12, but Michael Carter had 59 yards compared to Ty Johnson's 50 Michael Carter is going to have at least a 50-50 split this game. And uh yeah, I, I think it that those that percentage is only gonna keep is only gonna grow, really. I, I truly believe that Michael Carter in the next four weeks, I think we're gonna see him as the workhorse back. I think instead of a 50-50 split, I think we're gonna see a 70-30 at the at the uh at the least. So pick up Michael Carter. And one of these weeks, he's going to pop off. And it could be this week against Denver. I mean, they have a, g- a good defense, but like it's beatable. So uh, big, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Michael Carter this week. It's a little bit risky just because, you know, his best game so far has been 11 carries, 59 yards. That's not great for fantasy. So there is a risk, but he is huge upside. Um, then we have the... Wide receivers. I know Elijah Moore did pretty well, but I'm not starting him. Corey Davis let you down last week. Two receptions for eight yards. I have him as a low-end flex. Uh, lower than Pittman, lower than Aguilar, um, just because he is still should be the number one target. Uh, it was interesting to note that when Zach Wilson is in trouble, he throws to a slot receiver a lot, which at that time was Braxton Berrios. Seven receptions, 73 yards. I don't know who's going to be the slot receiver if Crowder is healthy. It should be Jameson Crowder, but with his injury, he could be still limited. So I, I would only go Corey Davis uh, just because of that upside, but as a very low-end flex option. Denver Broncos, Noah Fant, and Cortland Sutton, they were both limited in Wednesday's practice. They are questionable to play this week against the Jets. If both of them play, you start both of them. That's pretty easy. Uh, Sutton emerged as the wide receiver one last week after Jared Judy's absence. Uh, Noah Fant is just a overall solid mid-tier tight end. When it comes to the running game, I say you start both of them. I mean, guys, we're talking about the New York Jets, a team that lost, what, 35-6 to against the Patriots? 25-6, to excuse me. Both of these running backs, both Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, uh, can put up 50-plus yards and touchdowns. So uh, I'm starting both of them. Uh, Melvin Gordon higher than Javante Williams. I have Melvin Gordon as a 
low end running back two, and I have Javante Williams as a mid flex option, um, which is pretty similar to how I've ranked them for the last two weeks. So nothing's really changed there. Uh, If you want to stream quarterbacks and you want to play it safe and you want to score 20 points, no more, no less, Teddy Bridgewater is your guy. He's uh, available in a lot of leagues. He is a streamable option this week against New York. All right, final game of this episode. The Miami Dolphins versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Tua Tungavailoa, the starting quarterback for the Dolphins, is questionable with a rib injury. This has a big impact on the Miami Dolphins. I'll talk about that in one second because we have one more thing of news for the Dolphins. It is Will Fuller. He is expected to make his debut this week. So the news that I mentioned last week about us not knowing if Fuller's even going to play, that was just Flores not wanting to give a timeline. Uh, Will Fuller is expected to play this week. But if uh, I would still sit Fuller because you don't know his involvement in this offense. And I would sit everybody but Jalen Waddle if Tua is out. If Tua is out, it's only Jalen Waddle because he's the highest upside. If Tua does play, you still have Jalen Waddle. And I would put Devontae Parker as a low-end flex. Mike Kosicki, obviously a good tight end. You start him. Uh, and then that, that's that's really about it. No Tua if he does play. I don't want to start him. Miles Gaskin, obviously he's the RB1. Uh, and he's going to continue to be the RB1 uh, unless he gets injured. So uh, there's your starters there. Las Vegas Raiders. Josh Jacobs did not practice Wednesday. He is questionable this is pretty concerning given the fact that it's still dealing with the injuries that kept him out of last week's game. Uh, that means that Kenyon Drake, once again, should be the higher value running back between Drake and Barber. I know Barber uh, outcarried Kenyon Drake 13-7 to uh, and had a lot more rushing yards. Kenyon Drake was the receiving running back, though. And I'm going to take the receiving running back over the rushing running back. I'm going to take Drake over Peyton Barber. If Josh Jacobs is out, give me Drake as a flex option. No Peyton Barber. Uh, Derek Carr is also dealing with an injury, but he is leaning more towards playing than not. Um, So uh, I I, I don't want to start him this week, though, against Miami. He's he's reaching that point, though, with another great week that I really would consider starting him. Um, But... Because of his injury, I'm going to say no. Receivers, I don't like anybody yet. I'm still like, week one, it was Brian Edwards. Week two, it was Henry Ruggs. Obviously, Darren Waller, you start. But between the receivers, I want to wait to see who is more consistent, who is the consistent number one target, because right now it keeps flip-flopping. We're only two weeks in. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, moving on to the, that's it. Oh my gosh, I was just in a, I was in the zone. I just kept going. That is it. That is ten games that I had to quickly talk about. So uh, so I don't use up a lot of your time. These are the players to start. These are the players to sit. If you have more questions, please message us on social media. Again, Instagram is at barely underscore athletic. TikTok, YouTube is at barely athletic please check those out send us your dms if you uh, send us your questions in our dms if you have uh you know trades or just who to start who to sit for this week 
and uh, we'll help you out with that. So uh, please follow this. Give it a like. Please share. We really appreciate uh, all the support that that uh, you've been giving to us. So thank you once again. Uh, next episode should be coming out tomorrow is the NFC matchups for week three. Uh, we're going to go over the all six NFC home games and then my yays and nays of the week. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And thank you once again for listening. We'll see you next time.